Charity looked down at herself as the boat she was on powered out to sea. She'd somehow managed to squeeze her curves into the old wetsuit she used to wear when diving as a teenager. Behind her lay Busby-on-Sea's small coastline. Ahead, the disused lighthouse, foaming waves crashing up against the craggy rocks it stood on. If there was a submerged forest out there, and Dan's photos suggested there really was, she was determined to find it for Faith. She'd woken that morning after a restless night, images of Faith winding her graceful body through a forest of underwater trees, infiltrating her dreams. What better way to honour Faith's memory, not sully it, as Hope accused her of, than to discover the forest for her? So she'd called a local boat company as soon as she woke, and arranged to go out to the area where the coordinates on the photos suggested the forest was. The next morning, she'd woken even earlier than Hope, a relief because she didn't want to argue again. And now here she was, an impulsive decision, one she was starting to regret. It had been years since she'd dived. In fact, the last time had been a week before Faith died. Charity and Hope had finally convinced her to come out diving with them and Nile. Faith had refused at first, said she was too busy studying. But then Charity had told her how much they missed her. Just one hour, she remembered pleading with Faith. She'd smiled a smile that had seemed so rare since she'd returned from university for the Easter holidays, and the three sisters had set off with Nile. Charity remembers sneaking a kiss with Nile behind the rocks as they'd got changed. She saw Faith watching them, but instead of smiling, she'd been frowning. Only a week later, all their lives would be shattered. Right, Charity whispered to herself as the boat came to a stop. Let's do this. She shrugged on her old stabilizer jacket, pulling her mask over her face. She did her checks like Niall had taught her as the boat's captain, an old man with a grey beard, looked at her disapprovingly, knowing she shouldn't be diving alone. Yes, it was risky. But what other choice did she have? Hope had refused to even step into the sea since Faith died, and Charity couldn't go with Niall, could she? When she was ready, she took a few breaths, then she jumped in, the bitter cold of the sea seeping into her skin as she deflated her jacket and descended. The tank felt awkward on her back, the wetsuit digging into all the wrong places. But as she got deeper, the shrieking seagulls quieting, the water misty and cold, a calmness descended upon her. She stayed still for a moment, taking it all in, the sea rippling and swaying, lifting her with it. She looked up, caught glimpses of the sun above, sparkling off the surface. There was no sound but the gurgle of her snorkel and the deep, low hush of her breath as she kicked her legs and glided through the water, trying to find some sign of the forest in the murky depths. After ten minutes, the calmness dissipated. Emotion swelled inside her. She seemed to see faith everywhere. She struggled to breathe in the air from the tank on her back, felt panic whir inside. She couldn't do this. She started inflating her jacket, slowly rising to the surface, trying desperately to control her emotions as she moved up and up. 
When she broke the surface, she pulled her snorkel off, taking quick gasps of breath. She'd been a fool to come alone. She looked up and was surprised to find another boat bobbing up and down next to the one she'd hired. It was gleaming white with chrome railings, Celestia written down its side in midnight blue. On its deck were two men, Nile and Dan. Great, Charity muttered under her breath. They both looked imposing, tall and broad-shouldered in their wetsuits, Nile in his token black, Dan in a navy blue one. Beyond them, the sun peeked up from the horizon beneath wispy white clouds.